Parshas Vayechi Shishi, chapter 49, verse 27, Perik Memtes This is Yaakov's blessings for Binyamin. It says, Zev uh, is a wolf. Yitroif, he will uh, pray. Baboiker Yoichal Ad. In the morning he will eat or he will devour. Ad is the the plunder. The uh, what you take from is called the plunder. What you take from the enemy. The it's like the sholol, similar to sholol. The laarev yichalik sholol, and in the evening. He will divide the spoil. So what is this talking about? So the Rashi. Binyamim Zev Yitrev. Zev Hu Asher Yitrev. He is a wolf, for he will pray. What is he talking about? Nibay, he, uh, Yaakov prophesies, Al Sheyiu Asidim Liyos Chatfonim. That they were destined to be grabbers. As in Sheftim Chof Aleph, Posik Chof Aleph. Vachataftem lochem ish ishtoi bipilegesh begibo. And you shall grab for yourself each man his wife, which is the Pasig and Sheftim. In the episode of the concubine who happened to be in Giva. That was the story that took place with the beginning. So we say the lotion of Vachataftem lochem ish ishtoi. Each man grab his wife. That's the lotion of Zeif Yitrif. Also, Benibei al Shoal, he also prophesied on Shoal. That he would be victorious over his enemies all around. Shenemer, as it is said, the Shmuel Aleph Perikidal Poskum Zayin, the Shoal Lochad Hamalucha. And Shoal took the kingdom and he waged war against Moab and against the children of Ammon and against Adam. And wherever he turned, he caused them to tremble. Um, so this we see the also the lotion of Shoal who comes from Binyamin who was like the Ze'ev Yitroif, um, who caused trembling in, 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 all, the, uh, in all the enemies. Baboiker Yoichal Ad, Dr. Ashi, in the morning you'll eat the devour plunder. The word Ad is an expression of plunder and spoil. Bizo v'sholom. Explain the Bizo v'sholom. Hamaturgem b'amidbor lamadal v'yudbeis adoh. Uh, translated into Aramaic as Ador. Uh, Vaidyash Laidoyme Beloshin Ivris, there's a similar uh, in the Loshin Ivris. Uh, in the Pasuki Shailam Gimul Chavzayan, Os Choilek Ad Sholom Arbe. The plunder and booty, Ad Sholom. This is Ad and the Sholom. Were divided. Oschulak ad shalom. So this val shalom Omer. 
and he says this with regards referring to Shaul. Who arose at the beginning of the morning, or in other editions, Ad is the blossoming and sunrise of Israel. So basically, Binyamin Zev Yitroif, he will, we told him, he will pray, that's in the, in the morning, is Ad, he will eat the spoil. And the enemy, this is the beginning of Babaikir. And towards the evening, which means, even when the sun will set for Israel, through Nebuchadnezzar, who will exile them to Babylon, he, Benjamin, will divide the spoil. Still, because Mordechai and Esther, Shehem Mibinyamim, Mordechai and Esther, that are from Yomim, Yechalkos Shlalhomon, they will distribute the divide, the uh, spoil of Homon. Shenemar says in Esther, Chespasik Zayin, Hine Beis Homon, Nasati La Esther, behold, the house of Homon I've given to Esther. But Unculus Tirgam, and Unculus, however, translates it. Regarding to the spoils of the priests, in other words, the holy things of the temple. Namely, the priests' shares of the sacrifices. But um, if that goes, well, I don't know what is the connection then to Binyamin, then it's more shaykhs to uh, say Levi. Uh, the priest's share of the sacrifices, the Chalak Sholom. And what is the meaning of Ula Erev versus Babaikir? In this Taich, we Taich in Babaikir Yechalad in the Bitchilas Zirchos and Shal Yisrael, when they first start out, Ula Erev, even Shetishka Shimshon, Yechalak Sholom through Mordechavi Esther. Pasik Chavches. Kolela Shifti Yisrael Shneim Osor, all these are the twelve tribes of Israel. And this is what their father spoke to them. And he blessed them. Each man, according to his blessing, he blessed them. And this is what their father spoke to them and he blessed them. But are, there are, is there not some of them that he didn't bless them? But rather he's... He chided them, he chastised them. This is the meaning. This, what we just said in the subject that we just learned, is what the Father spoke to them. So you might think that he did not bless Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. So the Pasik teaches us. Um, he blessed them. Kulam b'mashma. That means uh, everyone. That includes everybody. So not only for those that we read over here, but also there was an additional bracha that everybody got. Ish asheki A man has his blessings. Klash bracha asido lovei akol echad echad. The blessing which is destined to come on each one and one. Beira chayisam. Bless them. So Klashi, 
He should not have said, but rather, a man as his blessing, he blessed him, not them, because each one's blessing was for him, for the individual. What does it mean, bless them? Because he gave to you the strength of a lion. And to Binyamin, the grabbing of the wolf. The lightness and the hastiness, the quickness of a ra'il. So you might conclude that he did not include them in all the blessings. He blessed them. So he blessed everyone with all the blessings. In addition to giving each one their individual blessing, he blessed them all with the general blessing for all the blessings. Pasik Chavtes. By Tzav and he instructed them. By Yemen Aleim, and he says to them, Ani Nesof El Ami. I will be brought to my people, Kivro Oisi El Avoisoi, bury me with my fathers. El Hamaoro, Asher Bizdei Efren Achiti, in the cave that is in the field of Efren Achiti. Nesaf El Ami, Dr. Ashi, Al Shem Shemach Nisimane Foshisol Mokem Gnizosom. Because they bring the souls into the place uh, where they are concealed. Um, that's why it's called Nesaf. Nesaf means gather in. There is a gathering in the Hebrew language, which means not just to gather, but to bring in. No would gather them into the house. You gather into your house. When you gather into the grain of the land. That you brought him into the house because of the rain. When you gather in your actions. So anytime when it says also Asifa with regards to death, it's also to bring them in and to conceal them inside of the grave. Ela Vaisai means to my fathers, Ima Vaisai, with my fathers. Lamet, Posk Lamet, Bama'ora in the cave, Asher Bizdei HaMachpelo, that is in the field of Machpelo. So again, we also added before that the field itself was called Machpelo. Um, and as the Rebbe explains in the Sicha in, in Chelik Hey, Bariches, the uh, idea that the reason the field was called the Machpelah was because the Ba'is Valiyah that was standing over there was called the field of the Machpelah. Asher al Pnei Mamre, which is before Mamre, Beretz, Canaan, and the land of Canaan. Shekona Avram Sasodeh, that Avram bought the field, Meis Efren Achiti, Lachuz's cover from Efren Achiti for a burial property. Lamad Aleph, Shomu Kovros Avram Besoro, there they buried Avram and his wife Soro. Shomu Kovros Yitzchak with Rivka, there they buried Yitzchak and Rivka, Ishtoi and his wife Ishtoi. Shomu Kovartiyas Leia, there I buried Leia. Lamad Beis, Mikne Hasode, Vamora Sheboi Beis Mechais, the purchase of the field and the cave therein was from the sons of Chait. Posik Lamad Gimel, Vayichal Yaakov the Tzavis is born of, and Yaakov concluded commanding his sons, and he drew his legs up into the bed, and he expired, and he was brought into his people. Also, 
In this case, Vayasiv means that he drew in his legs. He brought in his legs. And he expired, and he was brought in. But there's no mention made of death. And Rabbi says, Yaakov Avinu, Leimez Yaakov did not die. Because die would mean a cessation of life. And as the Gemara says, Mazare Bachayim, Avu Bachayim. And why specifically by Yaakov do we have this lack of Misa? It's explained right in the Sichas that over here we don't have the lotion of Misa the way we have it by Avram and Yitzchok. And Yosef fell on his father's face, and he wept over him, and kissed him. And Yosef commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father, and the physicians embalmed Yisrael. Inyan markachas besomimhi. That involves compounding, compounding, aromatic spices, a way of to preserve the body. Posi gimel bayimlu loy armoim yoyim, and forty days were complete for him. Kikain yimlu yimechan mutim, for so are the days of embalming completed. Bayivko yisim itzraim shivim yoyim, and the Egyptians wept over him for seventy days. Bayimlu loy yishlimu loy yimechan itosay. Vayimlo uh, means they completed for him the days of his embalmment. Until forty days were completed for him. Vayivku as Mitzrayim as Mitzrayim Vayivku as Mitzrayim Mitzrayim Shivim is not additional seventy days after the embalmment, but Arboim Lachanita the forty days for the embalmment. Ushloishim Lebichia and thirty days for crying. So what kind of a business did the Mitzrayim have to cry for Yaakov? Because there was a blessing that came to all of Egypt to the feet, to the coming of Yaakov. Because the hunger uh, ceased. And the waters of the Nile increased. And they attributed to uh, Yaakov. Yaakov also was, uh, was learned before in Rashi. That he gave part of the bracha that the Nile should go up towards him. Pasuk Dalit vayavru yimei bechisoi, and the days of his weeping passed, the seventy days. Vayidaber Yisrael beis parei leimer, and Yisrael spoke to Pharaoh's household, saying, "Imnamatzosi chayim beinechem, if I found favor in your eyes, dabru no baoznei parei leimer, speak now in Pharaoh's ear, saying." Again, what means baoznei? Dabru no baoznei. This is similar to. By Yigash in the beginning it says Daber no Daber Ba'ozne. Ba'ozne means that you should pay attention. And she says that the concert Vorei Ba'oznecha. So the passage is Daber no Ba'ozne. Convince him. Pasuk Hey, Avish Ba'ani Leimer, my father uh, uh, adjured me, uh, made me swear, swore me, saying Hinei Hinei Oneichi Meis Bikivri. I mean Oneichi Meis. I behold, I'm dying. Bikivri Asher Korisli Beretz Kanan. In my grave, which I dug for myself in the land of Canaan, Shomatik Bereini, there you shall bury me. Now let me go up. Let me bury my father, and I will return. Now, um, again, uh, the words that Avi Ishbiani, as we because we learned before in the beginning, 
that uh, and we'll see Rashi that he, next Rashi in the passing that it was the Shvuah that forced Pare to allow him to go because it seemed like this was a big thing Pare would want such a holy person to be uh, left in Mitzrayim as they wanted to make him a Bedezorah which was one of the reasons that uh, Yaakov said gave as Rashi brought down before that he didn't want Al Nosik but in Mitzrayim um, so now he says let me go up and let me bury my father and let me return Shekharisi li is a Rashi Kipshutei like uh, the simple meaning in Karisi, Kemoi, as in the Shemois of Aleph, Ki Yichre Ish, Dog, Bepidrai Dog, Umedroshi, Eid Misyashi Balaloshin, and there's also a Medrash which is also uh, fits the language, is Kemasha Kenisi, like I've uh, I've acquired, I've bought. Amar Abakiva, Abakiva said, Kshalachti Lekrakayam, when I went to the uh, to some cities of the sea, so they would call, they would call, so it really means, Karisili means that I uh, uh, sale or that I purchased. Um, as Rashi said before already, that they purchased it from, from Esau, and Naftola Yolashlucha, he was sent actually to prove they bring the document later on. There's another further matter that is a kri, which means dogur. Uh, um, and, uh, that it means uh, a stack, mean that, uh, which means that it's a stack. It's not Yaakov called based loven, that Yaakov took the entire silver and gold that he brought in the house of loven, but also it's a kri and made it into a heap, take this for your portion in the cave. Rashi already brought down before uh, this thing, also in the brachas it's hinted, and also earlier, Rashi has brought down this 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 this, this idea that the Kri is the heap. Pazik so Paris says, go and bury your father as he... Uh, um, adjured you that he made you, uh, he swore you. Kashish uh, So there's an emphasis here that I'm letting you go because he swore, because he made you swear. If it not been for the oath that he made you swear, then I would not let you. But he was afraid to say, no, why don't you transgress the Yeshivua? So he shouldn't tell him then. Um, if so, if it's okay to to um, you know to, to transgress um, a, a oath that you give, so I can also uh, transgress my uh, oath. That I swore to you that I'm not going to reveal about the holy tongue Shani Makir that I recognize that I am fluent. I know more than seventy lashon. But you don't know it. So again, this is also, as we said, this is one of the reasons that Yaakov Hatchila told him, made him swear, because he knew that he's going to need that leverage in order for Pari to allow him to uh, go out. Not because Yaakov didn't trust that Yosef was going to do it, but he knew that he needed the leverage. Pasik Zayin, Vayal Yosef Likbeiras Aviv. So Yosef went up to bury his father. Vayal Yosef Kol Avdei Pari. So uh, all Pari's servants went up uh, with him. Zikne Beisei, the elders of his house. All the elders of the land of Egypt, uh, they went all together. So the servants of Pare, the elders of his, ha- of his house, 
and the elders of the Holy Mitzrayim went up together with Yosef. And Yosef's entire household and his brothers, Ubeis Aviv, and his father's household, only the young children and their flocks and cattle did they leave in the land of Goshen while they were going up. And also chariots and also horsemen. Poroshim horsemen, and there was a camp was a very very heavy, very numerous, a great a lot of people. Pasik and they came to the threshing floor of the thorn bushes. Uh, so the um, we're gonna see in the in the, in the Rashi um, a different taich. Okay, so the garden is the threshing floor, that's the granary where they keep the cut tfua, uh, that was the name of the place there, of Atad, is of the thorn bushes that they, they threshed over there. Asheb Eivra Yardi. That's on the other side of the Yardi. Vayispedu Shom Misped Godel Bechavet Moiz. And there they conducted a very great and impressive eulogy. And he made for his father mourning for seven days. At that place, in the Ebrayardi. Um, it was surrounded by uh, thorn bushes. A goyren means like a, a, a circle. Um... Goyrim is a, a circle, it's made in a circle of Otod is the thorn bushes. So the Rashi Taiji's Goyrim that it was surrounded with thorn, thorn bushes. But our rabbis interpret this uh, because of what took place over there. It's called the Goyrim Otod. For all the kings of Canaan and the leaders of Yishmoel came for war. And once they saw that Yosef's crown was hanging on the coffin of Yaakov, they all stood up and they hung their crowns over there, on the coffin. And then they surrounded it with crowns, just like a... Um, like a garden, uh, a threshing a threshing floor, a of which is surrounded by a fence of thorns. Uh, so it's a garden is again a circle, uh, of the threshing of the uh, of, of of the thorns of the thorn bushes, a circle of thorn bushes because that was similar to that. Um, so, uh, so the Canaanite, the inhabitants of the land, saw as the um, um, the mourning that took place in the Goyden Atad. This is an intense mourning for the Egyptians. And therefore they named it Ovel Mitzrayim. That's on the other side of the river, of the Jordan. And his sons did to him just as he has commanded them. What is it that he commanded them? 
and his sons carried him to the land of Canaan. And they buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah. Again, the Pasuk of before and when he bought it, and now keeps on talking, also repeating over and over again that Hebron was bought, was bought, was bought, was paid for, and was bought by, by Avram. Now here, the Pasuk of Vayisu Bonov, and Rashi says, Bonov, Veloi Bnei Bonov, and not his grandson. So there's an emphasis that Bonov, Veloi Bnei Bonov. Shekach Tzivom al Yisu Mitosi, for so he's instructed them, they shouldn't carry my coffin. Lo ish Mitzri, not an Egyptian man. Velo echad mibnechem, and not one of uh, of your sons, uh, not the Egyptians, just regular Egyptian people that went along. We had a whole bunch of people there, and not one of your sons, meaning not one of the uh, sons of his of of not one of Yaakov's sons. Sons, uh, he told he told his son, not one of your sons. Shame mibnech Canaan, because they are from the daughters of Canaan. Ella atem, but you. So over here, the fact that the pasuk says "bonov," it's an exclusion. Now, uh, the Rebbe has a whole sicha in Lukut Sichas Chelik Hey, very simple parsha that he sicha beis. That this tells us uh, this pasuk seems that the children came from the Benois Knan, that the uh, children of the uh, tribes. The children of the Shvotim were from the daughters of Canaan. That means that the tribes married Canaanite women. Um, and the Rebbe learns that the tribes, when it says that uh, the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, Rashi brought down before, that the tribes married uh, their Taimis, their twins, and therefore their children, and their children were from the twins. And the Rebbe, the Rebbe learns over there uh, in the Sikha, that the whole uh, reason for Rabbi Yehuda, uh, who learns uh, according to the pshat um, uh, of the general Pasik, it doesn't make sense to Rabbi Yehuda that the Shvatim uh, would marry um, women, Canaanite women, when the Pasik we find so many times that um, Yaakov was against, I mean, the, the uh, Avram and Yitzchok, they're all trying to find, uh, you know, we told Yaakov to get not married to Bnei Canaan and to Avram, send Eliezer Avram. It doesn't make sense for, Av, for ya- Yaakov's children who lived with Yaakov to go ahead and marry a uh, Canaanite woman. And since we don't find that they went anywhere to marry, the Pashtik, the Pashtus Apsukim, means that the uh, sons married, there were sisters there for them to marry, they didn't have to marry Canaanite women. And that's why also when Rashi brings down by Binyamin, it says, Gamzel uh, Chobain. And Rashi says, To Uman Yisera Nailda, and with all the Shvati were nailed to Umais, whoever mentioned about to Umais. At all? Why would Rashi have to bring there if they were talking about Gam? And if they didn't have tumah, then we don't have to say Binyamin got an extra tumah. We can say only Binyamin had a tumah. So it's mashma that Rashi assumes and pashtus that there were tumahs there. Who told Rashi that there were tumahs there? There was no that that pasuk in Vayishlach is even prior to Rashi's pasuk in 
in in in the where it says in in, in Vayeshev, the Kolbenoisim where Rashi brings down the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. So over there, Rashi what told Rashi to to bring in the Tuumos in Kol Echad Echad. So the Rebbe said that is Raya that it's so poshet that they did marry their sisters, and that that's why because they would not marry Canaanite women. So according to that poshet of Pshat, uh, it means that the children of Yaakov were married to. The um, to the Bnei Kanaan they were married. Uh, I mean, to to his sister, not to Bnei Kanaan. So how come the Rebbe asks when Rashi is explaining over here Bonov, the Loi Bnei Bonov? So why wouldn't it? So which means why Rashi explains Bnei Kanaan? What about the um, what about the opinion that says that he these children were not in the Bnei Kanaan? And the Rebbe explains that according to opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, it's L'Chadchila, not a question. Because it's, Bonov can include the grandsons. So the Rashi's Diuk of Eloi B'nei Bonov doesn't come because Bonov has to mean sons and not B'nei Bonim. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, Wittaka not saying V'yisoyse Bonov doesn't mean V'loi B'nei Bonov. And like Wittaka find that some of the B'nei Bonim did carry, which is Benashe V'Ephraim, did carry, so Bonov means also Bnei Bonov, in the same Rashi means Bnei Bonov. That's not what Rashi's problem is. Rashi's problem is because just in the Posecute base we just learned, it says that the Bonov did Kashetziva. Why does the Posecute Bechlal have to say the Posec, the word Vayisu Oisoy Bonov? It's Vayisu Oisoy Arzaknan. Why again Bonov? So according to Rabbi Yehuda, the word Bonov is not, doesn't bother him. The Posecute can repeat itself. We find a lot of times the Posecute repeats itself. Rashi doesn't have to say anything. But it's Davke, Rab Nechemya, who learns that we have to go into the particular of each word of the Pasik. So according to him, the word Bonov comes out extra. So why does it say again Bonov? According to Rab Nechemya, who touches every word particularly, and the Pasik is Bonov. So according to him, we have to say Velay Bonov, because Velay Echad Mibnechem, because they are from the daughters of Canaan. And uh, according to Rabbi Nechemia, that is um, okay. That according to Rabbi Nechemia, he says they married the Benayis Canaan. As he says over there in the Rashi, uh, Rabbi Nechemia says Beferish, that they were Canaan Yisoyu. And that was the meaning called Benayisov, a Yakumu called Benayisov. Lenachemoy Benayisov means Kaloisov, Sheinonum Nimnam, Meliknoy Lechason, Benayi Velekalosibitoy. Um, and the Rebbe explains that why couldn't we also say uh, according to Rabbi Yehuda but the problem was because the Bnei Bonov married their sisters and that was also after Matan Torah even though they were Achayis only Minha they were only Achayis Minha Av and not the Choyes Minaim, because according to Rabbi Yudah, the sisters, they married the sisters. So since they married the sisters, and but not their sisters from mother and father, they married the sisters, the other from the twins. And those were the Shvatim, those were the, those were the, the mothers of the children of the Shvatim, the way, uh, the, way the Rebbe learns.
So why couldn't Rashi say that Veloy B'nei Bonov, not because of the reason of Kanani, but the fact is since it comes from a relationship which is after Matan Torah would be prohibited, so that Bonov he didn't want also. So then we could have learned the Diuk of Bonov also according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that Veloy B'nei Bonov, because his grandsons came from a relationship which was later be prohibited. And the Rebbe explains that Kanani, children of Kanani are Be'etzem uh, Achisorin. Because it was Be'etzem Achisorin, because other Kanan. So Bemele, all the descendants, all the children, there's Achisorin Be'etzem. But before Matan Torah, since there was no Isur from Achoyis Minha, Minha Av, that's Bechlaun Lar Achisorin. And that wouldn't be a reason not to carry the, the coffin. But the Rebbe explains in Yenish Al-Tayra, although, L'chayra, in Yenish Al-Tayra, the Rebbe explains, but we do see that the others were careful with that. If it had Take Kenshim Chesodin, it no Chesodin, so why did the others have to be Mekayim with 613 mitzvahs, if before Matar was Mechlal Chesodin? That means that there was a Chesodin. So maybe because of that little bit of a blemish that the, the forefather was Meyached, Maybe that would be the chesorin of the office, uh, the chesorin of the bnei bonim, that loves chesorin. And the Rebbe explains, but the the and the Shaila is, how could it be that the entire Jewish people come out from, according to the Yehuda, from a relationship, which is also after Matan Torah, let it be done. I mean, the whole entire people come from that kind of a relationship. Which is, has even a, 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 a little bit of a chesorn. And uh, the Rebbe explains that actually the reason why uh, after Matan Torah this relationship became prohibited is because the Torah talks about all the, uh, for all Yidin straight, and not everybody, a relationship from is is able to uh, to tolerate that kind of a relationship. Bemele Torah also is across the board. Achvachais is also, but beetzem and especially veruchnis soinyonim, we find the relationship of Zoh and Malchus. That's a, that's the relationship. That's also a relationship for achvachais. So the in 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 Kabbalah, in the principle of Akeret, achvachais is a big mile. It's a great mile in Yichud. But the way it manifests itself, so those people in the world, we can't handle that kind of a yichud, of a military asset for everybody. And then it's also. But the shvatim, which were in the higher madrege, so then the relationship from Ochva Oches was in the similar to what we find that Yechabed was married to Levi, which was something which is a. Uh, also, because it was an ant, an Achamatan Torah. So we see that these relationships for people that were able to handle it was taken out of Chesorim, was a Milo. It still needs to be understood. This is uh, to look more in the Sikha why the, um, why the, um, so why were the others so careful in the 613 mitzvahs? So why, uh, according to this, uh, this would also be given an answer how come Yaakov could marry. Uh, two sisters over there, I'm talking about uh, uh, Bilo and Zilpa at least uh, uh, you know, now that we're saying that some people that can handle it, it's Fakert it could be a Maila, so maybe that can be another uh, explanation in Bechlal, how come all these questionable relationships are something that we find always in the Torah, but 
this is the way the Rebbe basically learns the Pshat, but this is different than one would learn uh, on his own. This is in Shutash Mikra and Rashi, but on their own, and the way the other, some of the other Mepharshim learn, that A, we can say that uh, when it says uh, that, uh, that they married their sisters, uh, it doesn't say anywhere Beferish in the... Um, in in, in, in in the Rashi that the the sons were from those sisters. In other words, the tribe's children came from the sisters. It's very possible that the when when Rabbi says that they that they married um, uh, their their sisters, that they also married uh, Canaanite women. I'm talking about impostures without the Rebbe's Chiddush that we have to say that the whole the Rebbe learns that the whole thing is that they couldn't have married Canaanites. That's the whole reason for Rashi bringing down that they married uh, um, um, that they married their sisters. Okay, there's a whole arichas in this, and uh, also how to fit it in with uh, when they went out of Mitzrayim. It says over there, Bonov, and then it says Neshei. In the end of the Pasik, in the end of Ayigash, it says Neshei. Neshei uh, uh, Bonov, uh, who they are. And the Rebbe in the Aris is the whole people of Arichas. And I uh, have another shear on this, and, but that's not the place here in the, in the Parsha Chumash. But Rashi continues, the Kovalahem Mokoim, that he set up a place, Shloisha Lemizrach, that. Uh, um, so that three of them would carry on the east, and so and so on the all four directions. That this was similar to their arrangement in the traveling of the camp in the desert. Levi lo yiso, Levi should not carry. Shehu asid losis es orin. Because uh, he is destined to carry the the Arin. Uh, shouldn't carry because he's the king. Menashe will be instead of Levi and Yosef. And and as mentioned before, that Menashe Ephraim, even though the Pesach is born of, and even according to we explained before, according to Reb um, still, Menashe Ephraim will be instead of them. And this is the meaning of the Pasik, Mamidbar Beis, Pasik Beis, Ish al Digloi Beisis. Each one according to his group with signs, which means Beois according to the sign that their father gave them to carry his coffin. Pasik Yud Dalet. But Yosef Yosef Mitzrayim and Yosef returned to Egypt. He and his brothers, and all who had gone up with him, to bury his father. After they had buried his father, so uh, him and his brother Noldo went up with him. At the return over here, he. Uh, uh, places his brothers before the Egyptians who have gone up with him. But as they were going, over there, the Pasik says, uh, the Mitzrayim came before, the Pasik talks about the Egyptian for his brothers. Because in foreign Pasik Zion it says, and afterwards in Pasik Ches it says, 
But because the people from the uh, that went along saw the uh, honor that the kings of Canaan did that they uh, hung their crowns on the coffin of Yaakov so then they treated them the brothers with respect so they let him go up first now, Yesus' brother saw that the father has died. And they said, Perhaps Yesus will hate us. And he will return to us. All the evil that we have done to him. Uh, saw that his father had died. What, is, what does it mean that they saw? What did they see? Uh, they recognized his his Yaakov's death by Yosef. For they were accustomed to dine at Yosef's table uh, with him. Now, I don't know what it means is Yosef's table here. But Yosef was in Egypt, in uh, Mitzrayim, and they were in Goshen, in, in Amsis, but uh, apparently maybe of his table, maybe supported them or something like that. And his friend, they told them out of respect for his father. Uh, but as soon as Yaakov died, he was no longer friendly towards them. So uh, they saw. So this was uh, So there was a change. So he says, uh, Perhaps he will hate us. Uh, maybe, uh, perhaps he will hate us. He says, It has different meanings. Uh, there's a used an expression of request uh, or to note if only uh, before Lamed uh, Halavai should be like your words or Halavai listen to me uh, I wish um, uh, he, uh, you had been uh, content or Midbar Yudal Sometimes it means if, im, or perhaps, ulai. Going like it says, lu chachma. If, Yeshayim and Chesed, lu hakshivim, if they would listen to my mitzvahs. Shmu beis yud cheshit beis, velu anaychi shaykel al kapi. And even if I, and even if, so lu means if I should weigh on my palms. Uh, and also, Lu can use it in the language of Shema, perhaps. Lu yistamenu. Perhaps he will yistamenu. And there isn't uh, another one similar in the positive. Hu loshin ulai. Well, that's the language. Lu is loshin ulai, perhaps. Kimoi. Ulai Perhaps the women won't go after me. Loshin Shema. Who? So perhaps. Vyesh ulai loshin bakosha. There's also an ulai, which is a language of request. Kigoyin. Shmuel based as I base. Ulai yirashem beinai. Perhaps Hashem will listen in my onyi, in my pain. Or Yeshui Dalit base. Ulai yoshev Hashem oisi. Harayu kemoi. That's the same as. Lu yiyakit vrecha. Halavai should be like your words. Like we learned in Posk Lamed Lamed Dalit. This is, I believe, the response from Lovan. To Yaakov and his offer. Yes, Ula Loshin Im. Ula is also the action of Im in the Posik Ula Yesh Hamish Tadikim. Perhaps there is 50 Tadikim. Posik Tazayin. By Yitzavu Yosef Lamer. And they commanded 
messengers to go to Yosef uh, to say, Your father commanded before his death, saying, that he instructed them to Bnei Yisrael, means civil Moshal Ar and Liyashluchim Bnei Yisrael. He instructed them to be agents to the Bnei Yisrael. Avzev Aitzavu Al Shluchim. They commanded the Shliach Liyashluchim Yisrael Leimlo came to be an agent to Yisrael to tell him so. As Mitzivu, who did they ex- uh, uh, command? As Bnei Bilha, the sons of Bilha, show you the Gilim Etzli. They were close to him. Shenemar it says Vunar as Bnei Bilha. I don't know why Rashi takes away the Bnei Zilpah. I mean, Bnei Bilo presumably were co- closer because Bilo was Shifchas, um, was Shifchas uh, Rachel. And they were sons of Rachel. So maybe Bnei Bilo were closer. But in the Pasuk it says, Vunar is Bnei Bilo, as Bnei Zilpah. Avicha Tziva, that Rashi, Shinu Bedavur Mepnei Asholem, they altered the facts for the sake of peace. Uh, now, why is this called Shinui Bebadar Bnei Hashalem? Ki Loitziva Yaakov came, because Yaakov did not command so, Shalinechshad Yosef Be'enov, for Yosef was not suspected in his eyes that he was going to, uh, you know, condemn or hate his brothers. Uh, so, therefore, he didn't command so. Why is that called an alterca- alteration? It just changed instead of uh, they lied, you know, uh, or. Uh, like it lost in Sheker, and Rashi explained, and um, I don't know, maybe because had the father known of this suspicion, what the sons said, he would have instructed so. But uh, since he didn't suspect him, as Rashi says, Memela, uh, but it's not called an outright lie because uh, he would have. Uh, he would have commanded so had it been true, but he didn't do it only because Lenachshad Yosef Einov. That's why it's only called uh, altered Shinu. Uh, they changed it, but not they changed to say that he said it when he didn't actually say it, but he definitely meant it. Anyways, that's possible one possibility. So Pasuk Koi Samuel Yosef. So say to Yosef, Ono, please, Sonno, forgive now Pesha Achecha. The transgressions of your brothers, v'chatosam, and their sins, kiro gomalucha, for they did evil to you. V'ato, and now sono, forgive please, lepesha, avdei, alekei avicha, to the sin of the servants of the God of your father. V'yev ki Yosef, b'dabram eilov, and Yosef wept when they spoke to him. Sono, lepesha, avdei, alekei avicha, please forgive the transgressions of the servants of the God of your father. Im avicha meis, that's what they're saying. If your father died, but his but but his God is still in existence. So he says, but his God is is alive, and there is servants, so he still should um, not uh, do us bad. So and then his brothers also went. Um in addition to the shlichas, that they send the Bnei Bilhaz, Rashi said. It's interesting, he calls them also Echov, real Echov maybe, as because from, not from a Pelegish. So also, uh, there's a Shara Achim, there's also Echov, his brothers. 
uh, and they fell before him. Couldn't mean only Binyamin from one mother also, because that was Binyachiv. So, and I don't think Binyamin had anything to worry about. Anyways, they fell before him. And they said, Behold, we are your slaves. In addition to sending the messengers. And, um, and Yosef said to them, don't be afraid, for am I instead of God? So perhaps in this place bit me, and I'm wondering, if I wanted to do bad to you, am I then able to? You all thought bad for me, and God thought it started for good. How can I alone do bad to you? You thought bad, but Hashem thought it for good. For doing as as present, to keep a great nation, a populace uh, alive.